0: Are now tuned in to Trust the Scoop with your host Philip Dukes, aka Dukes the Scoop. Yo, welcome to episode six of Trust the Scoop. I am your host Philip Dukes, aka Dukes the Scoop. Follow me on Instagram at Dukes the Scoop, on Twitter at Dukes the Scoop, and on Facebook at Philip Dukes, aka Dukes the Scoop. Also, see this hat. Trust the Scoop right now is being sponsored by Auburn Legends. So you can check them out on Shopify, but also hit their Instagram, Auburn Legends. Auburn Legends on IG. So you can get some gear like me. Uh oh, I'm rapping. Nah, I'm just playing. But yo, so what's up? Uh, not a real, real whole lot going on as far as uh, recruiting right now. I think everything is status quo. But from everything that I'm hearing, The coaching staff is super, super focused on making sure that we do what we're supposed to do on September 26th. So, I think that's a great sign. Um, There was a whole lot of chatter early on about MAR, and uh, I'm hearing he's still doing what he's doing. But uh, lately, man, all I've been hearing is about Sean Shivers. Sean Shivers. Worm, 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 worm. And I, I can't say that I could be any more ecstatic than I am about him getting the actual shot to carry the load. So, when I think about Sean Shivers, Sean I'm not thinking about uh, you know how tall he is. Uh, you know, a lot of people just think about the height first, but I'm looking at the acceleration, the explosion, how he finishes runs, and his change of direction, the change of pace. So, me just thinking about having to tackle him myself, I'm like, dang, how would I even attack this guy? Let's say if I was six three, how would I tackle him? If I was five nine, how would I tackle him? So, I think that he's just such a matchup problem. With the amount of strength that he has in such a compact package, that I think that he's going to be a problem in the SEC this year. I think this is probably the best running back room we've had in Auburn since maybe I would. I mean, top to bottom, I love the Petway Johnson combo. I loved it when it was Trey Mason. We had a, a artist Payne right behind him, but you no, know, then you got Peyton Barber in that mix. So that whole era. But this is probably our most complete running back room in a long time. So, I'm super excited about that. Because we're not even talking about Harold Joyner. That you can flex out. He can catch the ball. Big, tall, strong guy. Not even talking about a DJ Williams. That straight line, zone scheme type runner that can just hit as soon as he says. And um, had a pretty good year last year as a true freshman. So, I mean, I just think that right now, uh, it's the return to RBU, in my opinion. Now, who we have committed, Armani Goodwin. Yeah right man So I don't know who made him mad I don't know what press clipping he read I don't know what insider message board he went to Where somebody said I don't know He might not Man whoever gave him bulletin board material Thank you Thank you Man this kid is tearing it up Like not even like So a lot of people are like okay well LJ Johnson and we need another running back I am totally okay if Armani Goodwin is the only running back that we get in the 21 class. I am totally okay with that. The kid is a ball player. Yeah, he's 5'8", 5'9". That that don't bother me. I'm watching what he's doing against some of the top teams in the state of Alabama, and he is really showing himself to be probably the best running back in the state of Alabama this year. I would say he's one of the best. I mean, not even state of Alabama. I don't know anybody who's better than him, Period. If he was the number one, I would be okay if he was the number one running back in the country. And if he was 5'11, he would be the number one running back ranked on 24-7, rivals, you name it. So, man, big shout out to Armani Goodwin. I'm super, super excited for him to be in our class. Uh, Shout out to Coach Cadillac. Lack, great job on his recruitment. Uh, There are some other guys that I hear that we're still in on. I heard a couple of buzz about a couple of players uh, committed to other places that Auburn wouldn't mind taking the flyer on. But right now, I'm very, very excited about the prospects of where we're going. So in my opinion, I think our biggest need right now, like a lot of people say, is going to continue to be the offensive line. But here's the silver lining, right? So in the 21 class, if you go just look at the rankings and you you look at the rankings and you look at the film, There's not really, I'm not going to call it a weak class, but it's not as deep in some areas as we've seen in previous classes. The 22 class, this is probably going to be one of the best high school classes to come out in years. I mean, top to bottom, I mean, you got quality quarterbacks, you got quality, you got some of these generational type uh, running backs. The linebackers are ridiculous. The DBs, I I mean so I mean if you go and just look top to bottom twenty two class is, is is phenomenal. And I think that where Auburn would be best served is to jump in right now on that offensive line class for twenty two. Reason being that with everything going on with the coronavirus, the extra eligibility, this year, if we don't get any of those top guys, we don't have to take too many of those developmental guys. We still got some young guys on the offensive line currently playing. So If we're able to solidify ourselves and get some more of those top-level talent guys, like, I hear a lot about Dane Shore already. Like, that's a guy that I would like for Auburn just to go all in on now. And go ahead and solidify your class for the future now if you can. Now, we know they got a lot of moving parts. You got to coach. You got to get ready for Kentucky. You got to recruit the 21 guys. You got to do your due diligence in the film room for the 23 guys, which is also a loaded class, especially at DB. Sheesh. But... I just think that this is the time for us to be to, – for an area of need, for an area that we consider and that we know has been a constant issue that people are always talking about. Okay, we need to get an offensive line there. We need an offensive line. This is the time for us to go ahead and make that impact in 2022 that's going to carry us further when some of these guys that we have right now uh, get ready to leave. I uh, want to go ahead and give a big, big shout-out to Carlton Davis who had a hell of a game yesterday as for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going against Michael Thomas. Can't guard Mike as uh, his handle, and I think uh, Carlton removed the T because he can guard Mike. And no disrespect to Michael Thomas. Absolute. He He's probably a Hall of Famer already. He will be a Hall of Famer as long as he continues along the path that he's on. But, man, Carlton Davis, man, like, you know, you got a lot of flack sometimes as far as, you know, because you were always on the island, Carlton. I see you, though. I see you, Carlton. Now it's Carlton's Island. See, at first, you'd be on the island, you know, good or bad, whether it was against the LSU game, anybody. Like, we could just go all the way back to the Auburn days. You always were in that situation where nobody behind you, no help. I'm going to hold my own, right? You win some, you lose some. I'm really, really just happy to see you win the way that you were winning yesterday on a consistent basis against one of the best receivers that we've seen in recent memory. So, Shout out to Carlton Davis, did a hell of a job. Peyton Barber, great job. Two touchdowns yesterday. Nobody really expected that, so War Eagle to Peyton Barber. Cam Newton, Cam, College Park, Cam, what's up, boy? Southside. Yeah, real College Park, now. Huh? Y'all already know. Sure. My boy Cam, hey, that's the way you come back. You hush up the naysayers and you play. That's it, man. No pouting. And so, like, grunt, like, I used to always. So I've been following Cam for a long time, and it's a lot. Of, you know, we got a lot of people that's like mutual friends, all right. So, there's a park in Atlanta called Welcome All Park on the South Side, all right? Now they're the Welcome All Panthers, well, you know, kind of giving the um because how much because of how much Cam is done in the community. So Welcome All Panthers and done for that program. And uh, sometimes I would see Cam and people be asking me, "What you think Cam gonna do this weekend?" I'm like, "Man, if it's good, it's good. But when it's going bad, you are gonna see that Welcome All pout." And we talked about it. We're like, what you talking about? I'm like, man, sometimes you can see like Cam is so into the game and wanting to win that when things don't go his way, it, it almost becomes a pout. Like, but it's not really like a like a like, you know, sulk. And it's it's the ability to see the passion on somebody who really wants to win more than anything. And I'm like, bro, you see that welcome out pout, man. Next week you better look out. because almost like, uh, oh, you done you done made me mad. You done made me mad and I'm a ball. So I saw that pout all summer long. I seen him, he was just steaming. And now we see it. So, congratulations to Cam, man, on your first win as a New England Patriot, man. The uh, Auburn Auburn family, Auburn Nation supports you, man. And uh, just happy to see that you were able to come out and mesh with Belichick and, and come up with an offense that's going to be hard to stop. I mean, and, and, and it's best suited to your ability. So, man, shout out to the Patriots, even though I'm a Falcons fan. That's a whole nother thing to talk about But yeah, shout out to the Patriots for uh, spotting the talent and a, and a great Auburn man And uh, making something out of it Now if I have any um, Atlanta Falcons fans That are following me And and also Auburn fans Or just may follow me, period Man, look I don't know either I don't know, dog. I don't know what to do I don't It's a special kind of hell right now being a Falcons, a Falcons fan like, I love Matt Ryan. I love Julio Jones. I love everybody on the team. Kumbaya, I love that we drafted Marlon Davidson. I love AJ Terrell, also from the South Side, right? Man, dog, we got spanked, man. It didn't, it didn't, man. Man, Russ only had four incompletions. Good gracious. I, I, don't, I don't know. All right, you know, we're not even going into that. Let's jump back into some more positive things like Auburn football right now. So a couple of weeks ago, I also talked about the offensive line, and I talked about Alec Jackson. Before anybody was really kind of had a heads up on that, and uh, it's coming true. So the last thing I saw, I I saw an insider post post on the board that he was battling um, Troxel for the left tackle position. Um, I think that the best thing that we can have is for Troxel and Jackson to play. And I, so my ideal. This is my dream. This is what I want on the offensive line. If I was to have it, I would have Troxel at the left. Council, oh, excuse me. I would have Troxel at left tackle. Broham next to him at left guard, right. But this, this is just the dream world, right? Broham, Bronze at center. Council on the right side with Alec Jackson. That's what I would love. Now, I would, and I could really put Broham on that right side to kind of be that road had had a right side as kind of being the road graders. Either way it goes, but those are the five that I like. If I were to make my prediction, I would say you gotta get Jackson and Troxel on the field together. Um but we also heard Brandon Marcelo was saying, shout out to Marcelo, man. You know, a lot of people get a lot you know, we talk about Marcelo is an Auburn hater. I don't think he's an Auburn hater. I just think that he's not an Auburn lover. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, so Marcelo said he was hearing some things about the offensive line that we're gonna be sorry. He could be hearing those things. So let me just talk about what I've heard about Marcelo. Now, last year when uh Gatewood transferred, right? Marcelo reported it before almost he even told the coaches. Like, so Marcelo does have Some very, very good sources. I I don't know who that source was, and I I can verify that, you know, it was some people, they were were trying to find the mold on that one. But um, what I will say is that just because he hears it one way doesn't mean that what he's hearing is right. And just because I'm hearing it one way doesn't mean what I'm hearing is right. We may be hearing two different things. But right now, I'm hearing that the offensive line has been a lot better than expected. Now, you can take that how you want to. Maybe the baseline was low. But what I'm saying is I don't think that it's going to come to – I don't think when we get to Kentucky that we're going to get ran off the field because our offensive line is so sorry. No, so um, – and, and you got to understand, too, man, Marcelo understands what he's doing. He's, he's he, he, When he says those comments out loud and not even thinking them, when he says those, he knows that he's going to get the type of reaction where people are going to retweet. And say I can't believe he said that. I can't believe he said this. He probably got more engagement and impressions on Twitter because of he because of him tweeting that that he had all week. Period. I, I know that to be true. So uh, don't get caught up in uh in the media politics type deal. Uh, I'm not saying that he's clout chasing so to speak, but I will say that he knows that Auburn fans are going to be upset. I mean, I can go to the 24 seven board and they're going to be hot with Marcelo. You know, but he he does that. That's his thing. So don't get caught up in that. Um, Not at all. I think the offensive line is going to be good. A lot of people been asking me my opinion on how I feel about the Kentucky game, and I just feel like I don't see how we lose that game unless everybody gets sick or something like that. Lord forbid. I just don't see us losing to Kentucky. I'm looking at Terry Wilson, 2018, when he was at his best, and uh, I'm just I I don't see. I don't think I think we'll have the best quarterback on the field. I think that. And if you just want to break down the Position group by position group I mean we're deeper and more talented roster And if everything I'm hearing about Chad Morris' Offense is true Then yeah it's, it's, I mean defense just got to show up Like Last year my whole thing was Get them 24 points And you'll win All I used to say was Get them 24 This year Get them 27 Get them 27 and we win So offense you get them 27 We straight And I say that because you know Things We don't have that dominant defensive line Like we had in the years past But I think that we're going to be good as a team I think they're going to gel really well And I think that um, the linebacker Is probably the. I I don't see There's not three better linebackers in the nation Than those three, I'm sorry I mean, if you think Differently, please prove me wrong Just tell me, I mean it could be opinion based But KJ Britt, second round Second round or first round Easy, right? Already been projected to go first round. I, I would project he would probably be early second, right? Okay, unless he, you know, he could have a, 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 an amazing season to go first, but at no less the second round. So, Kobe McLean, no less the second round. On Papo, freak show. Probably, man, if he runs a four-five in, and in the combine, looking at maybe probably our first top ten linebacker. Like that's crazy, right? Yeah, it's, it's time for it. So uh, definitely. Uh, the secondary, Jamie and Sherwood. Man, boy, first round of two, man. Like, for real. Sherwood, smoke. Roger McCreary really was a starter last year. You heard that from Steele. Um, I, I I really just believe that our defense is going to be a lot better than what people give us credit for. And I can't wait to see the, the, the weapons we have on offense. And it's just like I said. Imagine, all right, let's say our offensive line isn't world beaters, right? All right, cool. Think about this. Anthony Schwartz, right, flash. Three-step drop bow next. Flash on the slant, right? Boom. Okay. sell on the go. Tight end, scene. So I got all this in my wheelbarrow. Slant, go, scene. Hmm, hmm, hmm. You bite down here, I'm going up top. Right? Okay. Cool. You take away that side of the field, hit him in the scene. All that's, all of that's, okay, we can't hit any of that. Check down a worm, a M.A.R., a tank, one-on-one with a linebacker. It's simple. Like, you got to mess this up. They had this abundance of talent at the skill positions. You really got to mess this up. And I said from a three-step drop. Just because, one, two, three. That's not there. One, two, three. Boom. If it's not here, look up. Can I lead them or can I hit them quick? And if you give both Knicks those type of – and we're going to see that. I've already confirmed that we're going to see some of those combinations, right? I just feel like Bo Nix is where he needs to be in order for him to make the right decision, pull the trigger at the right time, and for us to be a offense that can consistently get that third and six, that can consistently get that third and four. Like a lot of stuff that we were missing last year, having to like you know. So nah, mm-mm. I, I'm, I'm totally excited about where we're going. I heard that the offense is amazing. I've been hearing that all summer long, and now we're starting to see some of that. Uh, they said the offense really balled out uh, at the scrimmage. And uh, no turnovers for the defense. Uh, Kevin Steele wasn't really too happy, so, but, uh, but hey, you know you win some and you lose some. And I'd rather our offense start clicking, and it'd be more of a fifty-fifty battle than it just the defense dominating every practice, so uh, every scrimmage. But yeah, so as far as recruiting goes, uh, excuse me, as far as recruiting goes, I did get an opportunity to slide up to. Uh, See Smile Monday, the five-star linebacker from Paul County. They play Hiram this weekend. Uh really athletic guy, man. He's big too, man. I didn't know he was like I've seen him, but in pat like in full pass, he looks like a robot, like lunch pad McDuck or something. <laughs> like, nah, he's serious. And uh this week he had like these uh like these diamond gloves on, and you can see him from anywhere. But man, the kid is a ball player, man. He could literally play anything he wanted to. If you wanted to play DN, he could. He's six three, he's a legit 220. He could be 218, 220. 222 in that range. But he's legit, man. I mean, bulk, you just see him. Like, the kid's a ball player. He could play corner if he wanted to. I seen, I saw him running with receivers. I saw him running at running backs. I saw him making plays on the backfield. I saw him breaking up passes. And he also had the game. He had like a 30-40-yard game-winning reception. With like no time left. So uh, that's my report on Smile Monday, man. Hell of a kid. Uh just just sitting around listening to the stadium. I sat on both sides, I sat on Hiram side, I sat on Paul County side, you know, just kinda engaged the people in the conversation. Got to a couple of guys that were close to him, my parents that are on the team, hearing a lot, a lot about Auburn, hearing a lot about Georgia. Uh so those two and I talked to a lot of people and they all say it's either Auburn or Georgia, and I think Uh, Somebody put in a crystal ball Or a future cast for Auburn And then now I think there's one that's going to All all the rest of them are coming out as Georgia Or they've been Georgia previously But nobody is really going to flip theirs Because that's how close it is right now If you haven't made a prediction yet Then I I think it's hard for you to go ahead and put a prediction in For Auburn or Georgia right now Or excuse me It's hard to flip it from Georgia I think that right now uh, it's really Uh, 50-50 He may. Be on UGA's campus soon, from what I'm hearing. So I just continue to watch out for that. Um, I think he wants to take a visit, from what I'm hearing. Not not a visit, visit, but you know, like kind of to go hang out with the other recruits where you don't see the coaching staff and all of that. So, but I've also heard that he may want to take that same trip to Auburn. So that's that's really a recruitment to uh, to monitor. Uh, I think that his commitment, from what it, it could be, as early as the fourth game, all the way down to the end of the season. So uh, it's game two already. The first date I heard was a uh, game four. So we'll see. Um, Kool Aid said Kool Aid is dropping uh, some type of announcement or a video on Monday night. Uh, I I that it's a commitment from what I'm hearing. It's not a commitment, um, but definitely something to monitor just to see kind of where his head, sit, uh, where his mindset is. Uh, I think with the Emergence of social media and athletes being able to have, being able to put their emotions, feelings, thoughts to the masses in such an easy platform. I think that it's always cool to monitor what athletes that we follow or athletes that we would like to be in our class are doing. So if you're not already, check out uh, Kool-Aid Glizzy on um, Instagram and Twitter. But yeah, definitely. But um, man, I'm super excited, man. Super excited about the season. I think uh, I'm, uh, I've heard that Owen Papo looks like probably one of those generational type Auburn linebackers. And that's that's high praise, especially considering that he's playing next to K.J. Britt. And, uh, yeah, man, I, um, I think that this is it for us. I think this is the year. So th- this weekend I tweeted, I was like, man, we're going to slick win it all. I just think that we got that type of team. I was there at 4 I watched it. And this this team gives me the exact same energy like that, un, like that underdog ish. We got the quarterback, we got the running backs. You know they're, they're they're questioning our offensive line like they did back then. They're questioning the linebacker core. Back then they questioned the linebacker core and the D line. All right, that was the year after Demarco McNeil, Spencer Johnson, Carlos Dansby, Dontarius Thomas left four out of the top seven out of the front seven. Four of them left. Same deal. Telling you, this looks like it may. It feels a lot like one of those type years. We all know after Kentucky, and we damn sure gonna know after Georgia. So, hey, well look, man. That's my time for today. Um, thanks for checking me out. Uh, if you wanna help out, you know, just hit me. Hit the link. Uh, my Cash App is Philip says thanks. You can just put it down, trust the scoop. i know what it came for and it helped me with some of this uh, shipping and stuff that I had to do for the um, giveaways that I do on Twitter. As always, War Eagle, man, and y'all stay out of trouble. Be blessed. Yo.